It's that time of year, folks. Christmas is gone and New Year's is upon us. So what are the resolutions that we have for the Astros? Eric and I have 24 resolutions for the 2024 season. Let's ring in the new year and talk about it right now. We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on X at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTML House on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I'm excited about the 2024 season. Always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen. All throughout 2023, we appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate everybody that's joined us in 2023. Everybody that's uh, been a, a, a first listener uh, for in 2022 and be and uh, in the past. So thank you for everybody that, um, that we help every day, just kind of talk about the Houston Astros. Cause we know that there's a lot of talk about the Texans right now, a lot of talk about the Rockets right now, but we're here for you to talk about the Astros even throughout the off season. So guys, uh, thank you for doing that. Go and subscribe to us on YouTube. Make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the, uh, locked on Astros podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. There is a $150 if your team win. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started today. So I know, Brett, you and I were having this discussion uh, before the show. And uh, New Year's resolution. I know that some of this stuff that we're going to talk about today has already been decided. Dana Brown has decreed it. So he's come out and said that, A, this is going to happen. But for it to actually uh, become a practice, something that they do throughout the whole season, something uh, that's what we're looking at today. Are they going to actually uh, commit to making these things happen? That's what I mean by New Year's resolution. You can join a gym, but are you actually – going to commit going to the gym every day or at least twice a week or once a month or something like that. That's, that's what a resolution is. So uh, keep that in mind as we go uh, over our 24, it's actually one more 25. We cheated a little bit, but uh, there's actually several more. And one of the resolutions that uh, didn't make the list. And I just want to kind of throw it out on front is uh, we need a rookie, a prospect, somebody to step up this year. Whether that's um, uh, Arigetti, um, Melton, somebody, uh, maybe Pedro Leon, somebody in the Astros minor leagues, because um, we lost a lot of people from the major league rosters and uh, potentially more down the road. So we need somebody to really step up and make a name for themselves. And this year is the best time of any times for somebody like that. So, Brett, let's go and get started with our list. Yeah, definitely. Um, so number 24, we're just going to start off with the obvious one because I think that's a topic of discussion in a lot of people's minds is the CBT. You know, um, we have an owner that wants to be under the CBT. 
but we're slightly over because of the signing of Carantini. And I say, just go over the CBT. Who cares? I mean, look at the Rangers did. Look what all these other teams did. You're not the Dodgers. You're not spending $2 billion or $1 billion on two players. I mean, all we're asking you to do is to re-sign Altuve and one other player that either be Bregman or Tucker, you take your pick. But I think the Houston Astros should absolutely have an owner like Drayton, like not like Drayton McLean, like Jim Crane. The what are you doing to make us a champion today? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, look, here's the deal. Crane, Crane is not cheap. He's frugal. But I think it would do well for the Astros dynasty. And I did say dynasty without winning a third title for the Astros to do more than what they've done and put more money in the pockets of the players. Well, I think it's kind of funny. You mentioned the word uh, frugal, and that's what the Astros have been this offseason. They've made a lot of frugal moves with the bullpen. Uh, Dylan Coleman, I think his name is. Mm -hmm. They've they've, uh, not signed some of the bigger name. Uh, I mean, there's still a chance that we can go out and get Jordan Hicks. That's the guy I would really want, especially if you get him for a long-term deal. We don't know what's going to happen with Ryan Presley. But um, the number, the 23 would be, Add some more depth to the bullpen. I'm really scared. The The bullpen depth has been one of the Astro strengths over the, the past four or five years. And I'm just afraid that I know Ryan Stanek, uh, Phil Maton, uh, Hector Neris, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but there are still quality arms in your bullpen. They're not here anymore. And so you've got to replace those guys. And I know uh, there's some people we signed at the end of last year uh, and there's also some players that could replace them. Uh, we'll talk about another person that has a perfect opportunity uh, pretty soon f- to be in the bullpen. But um, the bullpen really needs to uh, – they need to add some more depth. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do think that they get something done with either Nerys or Hicks. I'm, I'm still holding out hope for that. I think Nerys, it takes a three-year deal. I don't see why you don't do that. And Souza is a guy that we haven't really talked a whole lot about. He didn't get a chance to impact the playoff roster, but I think you're going to see him make an impact. You still could use a couple arms. Dusty um, finally got his lefty. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Finally did. And he's out the door. Right. Um, so number 22 is how about give some veteran players days off in DH days. Okay. Like Jose Altuve, who you're probably going to extend and you want him to play until he's 40, until he gets a 3000 hits. And although he's not aging, Jordan Alvarez obviously is probably going to be playing more DH. Give him DH days. And what do you know? Jose, Abre- Jose Abreu could stand to take more days off because he played 141 games last year. And of all the talk and chatter we heard from Dusty Baker about players needing rest days and scheduled rest days, and my guys have got to be not worn out at the end of the year, he sure didn't follow that, that, that same like theme. Um, when it came to Jose Abreu. So, and Alex I Bregman, think, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Alex game. Bregman. And, and look, I think Alex Bregman, though, to his credit, is that player. I yeah. think he's your old-school scrapper. He's going to play. And he hasn't had the soft tissue injuries, knock on wood, like he did a couple seasons ago. So he's been good. So that's yeah. my 22nd resolution. Yes. Uh, so the 21st resolution needs to be uh, Luis Garcia needs to rebound uh to um, his form before the pitch clock um, change. I think that uh, he altered his delivery, obviously, uh, to adapt to the pitch clock. It may have led to his uh, injury. 
And so he needs to regain his form. We know that he's probably not going to be back until July, uh, if then. So we need to see, is this the guy that was winning all the games for the Astros so dependable? Or is this the guy that we saw that was inconsistent and it was probably because of the pitch clock? So uh, I think the Astros are going to be depending a lot on him. Right. And, you know, to that, you know, to kind of add to that, he was lights out during the World Baseball Classic and there wasn't a pitch clock. And so you saw that take effect. I think he does. I think he has the mental capability. I think physically he can. It's just can he put those two things together when it counts? And number 20 for our 20th resolution, let's go ahead and say this. The real Hunter Brown needs to stand up right now. So the real Hunter Brown meaning the Hunter Brown that was so dominant when he came in towards the end of the 2022 season to help the Astros in the playoffs, or the Hunter Brown that was very inconsistent at times, lights out on the mound, other times shaky. I think you're going to get more of a mid-range Hunter Brown. I don't know that you get the highest ceiling, but I don't think you're going to get the lowest floor. I look for Hunter Brown to have a solid year this year, Eric. Um, in 2023, I'm sorry, 2024. So I think that's the real Hunter Brown. This kid is a star in the making. Yes. Uh, so to kind of um, end uh, this little segment, we're going to go and talk about somebody else who needs to step up, and that's Forrest Whitley. Forrest Whitley is somebody that uh, the Astros had to kind of bend the rules a little bit uh, to just kind of get him to the extra year and we'll see what that uh, does for him and his confidence overall. But Forrest Whitley, this was a top prospect at one time and he's basically been given a role in bullpen this year and he's just got to shine in the playoffs. I mean, not in, in the preseason. So we'll see what happens. And uh, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel's the number one sports book in America. I want you guys to check it out today. Why? Because FanDuel is here for you. The season is in full swing, and it is all about the playoffs coming up. The Texans have a big game this week. Check out this money line I got for you right here. The Texans play the Titans this week, a plus 152 on the money line and a minus 180 and an over-under of 43. So here is the deal FanDuel has for you. They have $150 in bonus bets. When you place any winning $5 money line bet, that's right. Your team wins, you win. If you've been thinking about joining, there's no better time to get in the action than now. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and keep the NFL season rolling. Look, CJ Stroud is out of a concussion protocol, so why don't you get off the bench and get into the game with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Hey guys, why don't you check out Locked On Sports today? It's here for you with 24/7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24/7 streaming channel. All right, so let's go and get back down to our countdown. And guys, uh, if you don't agree with any of this, this is just something that we came up with before the list. There's several other things that we could have added to this, but Forrest Whitley, I think he is a good, um, I think he can still rebound as long as they're not trying to stretch him out as a starter. And But somebody, the next person on the list, Brett, 
it's somebody the Astros really need to wake up in 2024. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, Forrest Whitley, though, to to kind of add to this a little bit, Eric, to to add a little bit of substance here for him. Dana Brown said that they're looking forward to him having a key role in the bullpen. Right. And so I, I don't think a, a starting role right now is there. Um, and I don't think they're going to be premature with trying to stretch him out right now. He's throwing between 94 and 97 is his his slider, I think, is, is hitting like at 91, but with great movement in the zone. So I like what I'm seeing out of him. But the guy you're talking about, number 18, um, the 18th resolution we're talking about is Jeremy Pena. Um, it's time to wake your bat up. Look, I've seen the workout videos. I love Jeremy Pena. I think he's a great player. The first player to ever win a gold glove and an ALCS MVP and a World Series MVP. Owen do it all in the same season. We know the potentials there. We know the home run power is there. The dude's got guns. The dude is loading up. He is stacked and jacked. He's stacking them 10 high, and I'm sure he could crush any skull that comes his way, but we need him to barrel baseballs in 2024. And I promise you that as much as you and I, Eric, and his fans want to see Jeremy Pena succeed, he wants it more than we do. Right. So I'm looking forward to a bounce back here, hopefully, for Jeremy Pena. I mean, this is kind of a given, uh, like Jeremy Pena, he's got, he's, he's a great glove. You expect him to make all the plays out there and we kind of expected uh, a good bat that didn't really carry over last year, but what did carry over and what's carried, carried over for the past, what, seven years or so, it seems like the Astros keep on winning the AL West. And that's something that the Astros just need to continue doing. And so that's number 17, just win the AL West. Just go ahead and uh, say, Rangers, you got a good team, but th- the AL West is still ours. Um, w- w- just go ahead and deal with your Max Scherzer injury and all your other stuff you got going on there. But uh, I still think the Astros have the team to do it, but uh, they just have a lot more obstacles this year. But at the same time, the offense could be better. The pitching could be better. The only thing that I think could have taken a step back is possibly the bullpen. So just win the AL West. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, you you always want to win the division, but I think later on we'll talk about one that ties into this, that if they do this other thing, that winning the division probably won't be as tough, although Seattle just picked up Mitch Garver from the Rangers. Mm-hmm. All that intel. They've got a guy who's been there, done that. That's kind of a scary acquisition for the Mariners, and the Mariners, I think, are going to actually deliver on some promises. So you might be seeing the Mariners and the Rangers beat up on each other behind the Astros. Number 16 is... Tucker needs to prove that his October woes were not a big deal or something that is a trending issue. Look, I'll tell you right now, I'm not worried one one bit about, about Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker went through a slump in the playoffs. I've never seen him act like that. I've never seen him slump his shoulders. I've never seen him hang his head. I've never seen him that dejected on the baseball field in front of large crowds. And he's been under the bright lights. He's got a World Series title. So Hunter, uh, Hunter, Tucker, I think definitely comes out, comes out swinging. He's our right fielder. He's our gold glove right fielder. And I think you're going to see a year that he's going to have that's going to be amazing because why? He's up for an extension and he wants to get paid. I know a lot of people are a little bit upset with his performance in um, October. And they said, just let him go. We don't need to extend him. Just remember what this guy did in the regular season. He was basically the offensive MVP. I mean, if uh, Alvarez 
stayed healthy all year, he would have been the MVP. But Tucker was consistent, and that's what you need in the lineup. And for what he does defensively, I know he took a step back defensively last year, but he still made the plays he needed to. And I think that for the Astros to be successful, you need him out there. He um, he has a chance to hit 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases. I know he fell one home run short this past season, but I think this guy is great and he's great to have around the team. And I think he also carries your team as long as all the other guys. So um, somebody that's been carrying the team for a little bit, uh, for a little bit, number 15 is Justin Verlander. Yes, he came back home. He's a little bit older now, but at least he's back home. He's get he's got that home cooking. He doesn't have to take the subway to work every day. He's he's feels a little bit more like he's at home. He feels more comfortable. So I look for Justin Verlander to have a better start to the season to be a little bit more consistent and uh, to be more of who Verlander was with the Astros uh, the past what four or five years. And right. so I I see him having a much better season overall. No, yeah, definitely. I think I think Justin Verlander is gonna gonna do well this year because he's gonna be in the same clubhouse. He's not got to change fields, change uniforms, and go through all that stuff again. He's here. Look for him to have a good year. Look, if he gets 140 innings, he has the option to come back and get paid again. Um, right. So we'll see what happens there. Number 14. Don't lose to the Rangers again in the ALCS. Why did I get Please. that one? Please. Why did I get that one? Oh, my God. I think you lined this up perfectly. You knew exactly this was the one we didn't want to talk about. Look, I'll be real honest, Eric, and and, and this is no disrespect to the Rangers. As long as the Astros go out and do what they're expected to do on paper and their, their bullpen, they get one more piece, their bullpen holds up the way they did last year, and they just improve a little bit at home, I don't see how the Astros lose again in the ALCS to the Rangers. Now, it would be a great rematch. I mean, it would be really fun to have the ALCS Texas versus Houston two years in a row. I, I'm here for it. I just don't think that anomaly. Yeah, well, you know, I don't think that anomaly happens like it did last yeah. year. I, I just don't think I don't think the Rangers lose all their games at home. And I don't think the Astros lose all their games at home in that series. Right. So bring it on, yes. But if you play him again, please don't let him beat you because I can't take the bludgeoning, which it wasn't that bad, but it got bad there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so number 13, I know that Dana Brown has already said that Chaz McCormick is going to be playing every day, but this is exactly what I was talking about at the start of the show. Uh, you might say something. Your resolution is go to gym but are you going to commit to going to the gym? So are you going to commit to Chaz McCormick as an everyday player? This is something that he has not had the luxury of having that everyday experience. So I think that this will help him grow. We've seen him in uh, small time uh, roles, not with the big boy pants on. Now he he's going to get the big boy pants. He may struggle a little bit, give him a chance to struggle and you'll, you'll see, you'll thank him later. Because everything will uh, come. <laughs> I'm just trying to bridge everything from the past here. But I think Chas McCormick needs to be given the everyday uh, role, whether that be center field or left field. I don't really care. I know there's uh, all this talk about Jake Myers or Mauricio Dubon in center field or whatever. I don't. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about Chas McCormick. His bat needs to be in the lineup. That's all I care about. 
Well, so you you mentioned you mentioned the the a four. Yeah. Look, Chaz is a big boy, okay? And he's probably gonna eat all the banana pudding he wants. So let's go on to number 12. Late season Jose Abreu needs to show up much more earlier this year. Eric, I think this is gonna happen. I really think Jose Abreu is gonna find his stride. I think he's gonna get the days off. He's not gonna wear down. He's not gonna be mentally taxed. He's not taxed, he's not gonna feel the pressure. Look, he wants to win a World Series. And so I think he's going to get dialed in early. And um, I'm going to call it here. I think he has an early season surge. And I think Jose Abreu becomes the player that we know he is, hitting for multiple um, RBI with runners in scoring position and just contributing with the long ball again. So I'm I'm on board with this. I think he does it. I do give uh, Dusty Baker a lot of credit for uh, Jose Abreu. And I think uh, Alex Centrone or maybe even Joe Espada, they're like, just wait for um, Abreu. He'll come around. Uh, I just remember that phone call that Dusty Baker made. Uh, he said, yeah, I called the White Sox. And they said, just wait around. He'll he'll come around for you. He'll come around for you. And uh, And so he did. We just needed a little bit more earlier this year. Guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify. Wherever you listen to your podcast, check out the Locked On Astros podcast. And for your second listen, why don't you just watch it all day? Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts like Brett and I on Locked On Astros and all our national shows covering every uh, – all the the big news of uh, today. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. So moving on to our resolutions, I know a lot of people have kind of raised w- the white flag on him, but number 11, Lance McCullers has got to return to health. This is a guy that when he's on, he's one of the most dominant pitchers in the game. And we remember what he did in the 2017 World Series. We remember um, everything that he's done when he's on. He just can't stay healthy. There's a reason why the Astros signed that contract. That contract hasn't looked so good recently, but there's a reason why he did it, because he is a dominant pitcher. And the Astros can, um, if he is the number three pitcher going into any playoff, playoff series, the Astros have a chance against anybody. Yeah, he just got to perform. He can't give up five home runs in a World Series game like he did. Yeah. yeah. Just saying. I mean, we ended up winning that World Series, so it was all for naught. But moving on to number 10, how about more consistent lineups? Maybe some variance, your lefty versus righty. Maybe just trust what the analytics say. Um, versus, hey, you know what? I know I told you you were playing today. But ah, I'm just kidding. I'm going to let the other guy play. I, I had a I dream last somewhere. night. And so I'm a, I, I had a dream. Yeah. I had a dream last night and it didn't go well for you. You fell off this raft and, you know, we were, we were hiking in the woods and a bear ate you. And so you got the start. No, I, I, I digress. But yes, I think Joe Espada has a handle on this roster. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look. If people complain about the roster day in and day out the way they did last year, I, I'm going to lose. I'm just going to have to mute people or block people on X. Yeah, 
And I to go along with that, I think that you need their bench players to play more. Uh, I think that Dan Brown are, are, has already come out and said that uh, John Singleton apparently has already made the team, but uh, he's already going to play some more, play some more first base. So uh, this is something that the Astros, I don't think, did enough of last year. I think that uh, a lot of veterans played. Then you had Dubon play a lot, which is good. Dubon is a gr- great player, but you need some of those other guys. If you have people up, they should be playing. And Yiner Diaz should have been playing a little bit more than he did. But um, I think that the consistent lineup, I mean, you one day you had uh, Jeremy Pena batting second. Next day he's uh, batting eighth, something like that. That just kind of messes with the young guy's head. And I know he struggled. So uh, number nine is the rotation needs to go deeper in games to not deplete an already thinned out bullpen. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. The I know the the starters struggled early in the season. There's a reason why the Astros gave up the prospects they did to go out and reacquire Justin Verlander, but it's because the starting pitching at the beginning of the season was a mess. Exactly. And you know, there's not really much more to say about that. That's right. pretty cut and dry. Number 8 continue to dominate on the road. Be the road warriors. Yes. Uh, for number seven, Jose Abreu, sorry, Jose Altuve needs to stay healthy all season. The Astros go as he goes. And that's basically, he's the leader. He, uh, if he's not in the lineup, it's hard to kind of get the offense going at times. And we saw the offense kind of um, rise as he, uh, he came back. So I just think, thankfully, there's no World Baseball Classic this year. And not, uh, <laughs> not for another few years, but it's coming yeah. back, buddy. Yeah, I know. So uh, he needs to stay in the lineup and be a little bit. I know he's going to have those nagging injuries. He's um all out player. So he's going to have the uh, like one or two ILs, but not the long term ones like we saw last year. And give Dana Brown number six, give Dana Brown the ability to get the players needed to win at the trade deadline. Um. I think, though, at the trade deadline, you're not going to see blockbuster trades. I think you're going to see more of a bargain-type trade. I think they're going to use it if they find out that maybe Lance and Garcia coming back, they probably don't feel like they can stretch them out for a significant amount of time before you get to the playoffs. So maybe they go out and get a mid-range starter. Mm -hmm. Maybe they go out and get another left-handed bat, something like that, maybe an order, maybe a rental. Um, But maybe one bat, one arm. I don't think they have to go blockbuster trade. I don't think there's any blockbuster trades this year midseason. I think all the blockbusters are free agents signing. But just go do that. Make simple, small moves and charge into the playoffs. Yes. Uh, so looking at number five, I know that you, you've already mentioned it. People are very critical of some decisions that Dusty Baker made um, so much that after he retired, he made it a reason why he had to retire because of all the fans, the bloggers and everything Still out don't there. Still don't buy it. Still yeah, calling so, BS. So um, we, we've all been a first year teacher, whatever you, you do for your profession. Give Joe Espada some leniency this year. We know that this is his first year as manager. He's been under uh, two different managers. He's, Played, he's been in baseball world for a while, so it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. But there's going to be some times where he may make a, a a weird decision. It's okay. It's part of learning how to be a manager. So just let's not like be overly critical about, oh, not this lineup again. Oh, I guess you don't want to win, Joe. 
Well, I don't know. I think it became a habit for some people. I think it's almost inevitable at this point, which is sad. But Framer Valdez for number four needs to return to his first half dominance from this last year. This Framer Valdez that we're talking about is a guy that has the ability to spin the ball, that has breaking pitches. I mean, there was a little video that the Astros put out on X today and where Framer Valdez is throwing a baseball and they pick like four different pitches that are all in different places starting in the strike zone and they all end up in the same place. This guy's got ball movement from the mound. He's got to keep it between the ears. He's got to stay up psychologically. You get him fixed psychologically, he'll dominate for you. If he can't figure it out, trade him at the trade deadline. Yes. Um, so he's a big key to the 2024 season. Also, um, key to 2024 season, Yiner Diaz. I know that a lot of y'all were calling for him to play more, catch more last year. He's got his chance this year. Dana Brown, before Joe Espada was even hired, he said he's our catcher. Day after Dusty Baker retired, he's our catcher. So he's going to be our catcher. He's going to have some growing pains. He hasn't caught that this much in uh, the major leagues. He hasn't probably caught this much, period, even in the minor leagues. So we're gonna. he's going to have some growing pains. Just be patient with him. He may not hit as many home runs. He may not have a high batting average. He may go through some slumps. Just know that this part of adjustment for a young catcher. But when he, when it finally clicks, the everything clicks together, this is going to be a young star. Definitely. I'm going to take the next two, and Eric, you're going to take the 25th one to, you know, to round it off. Okay. Extend Jose Altuve. Need I say more? No. And play better at home period and i know this is kind of uh, we already have our 24 it's 2024 you only have supposed to have 24 resolutions but win another world series we want to say we're a dynasty legit dynasty so let's go ahead and have another world series and the astros have a team to win it and a lot of people say well the window's closing if the window's closing let's win another world series you have your chance here you you have the big core still here uh, you only lost a few bullpen pieces and Martin Maldonado who went to the White Sox. And so um, I, happy New Year's, guys. Thank you for making us your first listen. Thank you for making us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And uh, Brett, any closing words? We are a legit dynasty. Y'all don't forget that because H-Town is baseball town, baby. Let's go. All right. Well, have a happy New Year's and make sure you celebrate responsibly and have fun with friends and family. And we will see you next year. And go Strokes. Good show, man.